In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, we're going to finish up uh, our discussion about sports and stress, how that could affect you, even if you're not an athlete, and what you can do about it. And as usual, we're giving away a bunch of free stuff. Stay tuned. Okay. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, my friends? This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist, and we are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. I'm just looking at our monitor. I got uh, Bernie Sanders in his mittens is uh, right above my shoulder if you're watching the Facebook Live. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, that's awesome. Yeah, you can leave him there if you want. Ah, yeah, He'll make an appearance. Yeah, he'll pop up. Yeah, he'll pop in when he needs to say something. <laughs> so hope everybody's doing great. Thanks for checking in. Uh, we're going to finish up again with um, sports and stress and, and how that relates to you, even if you're not an athlete, uh, the ways that, that this could affect you as well. But in the meantime, we're here in the podcast Detroit Southfield the, the palatial Southfield Studios. Uh, now I'm going to use that word. I brought it up last episode, and Matt got such a kick out of it. I'm going to add it into my repertoire. Uh, you know, it's, yeah. a, it's a great word. It, yeah, really it is. is. It is. So we're in the palatial studios, enjoying a maker's mark, I believe. Yes. Yes, that is it. And, uh, yeah, we're talking about stuff. It's crazy. You know, the, the whole stress thing, who, who doesn't have stress in their life? Exactly. And, and, and that's the big thing that people talk about, ah, how can I avoid stress? You really can't. No. And and we'll get into we'll get into some specifics for you in a little bit, but the whole point is that that's going to be a part of it. It's how you it's how you respond to it mm -hmm. that makes the difference. Correct. Yeah, and we'll definitely get more into that. So let me tell you, folks. Uh, that's Matt Fox, by the way. Oh, hi. For those no. of you listening, yep. Uh, I'm sure they know by now. Them. Maybe <laughs> unless you're just just checking in. Uh, that's Matt Fox. He's, Hello. he's running everything. The, Hello. the you know, he's the master of the studio. Yeah, yeah. The studio keeps uh -huh. keeps me busy right now. It does. I'm sure it does, yeah. Especially now. Uh -huh. Yeah, I would think so. It's pissing me off. <laughs> oh, the screen, yeah. <laughs> Just stay on. So where can folks find you, sir? Let me tell you where you can find me. My website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. On the website, you'll find all kinds of cool stuff. I mentioned last episode that we're in the midst of a, a revamping a couple of pages to make them a little bit more user-friendly, a little bit more um, usable, a little bit easier to navigate. So uh, look for that soon. You can find me on social media, on Facebook and YouTube, which are both Motor City Hypnotist, and on Twitter and Instagram, which are both Motor City Hypno. Hungry, hungry, H Y P N O. Hungry, hungry hypnos. <laughs> which I'm kind of hungry right now. Yeah, I got some. I got some uh, sweet and salty uh, trail mix. Oh, maybe. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I can chomp into the microphone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I forgot. I was watching a. I was watching um. Uh, dang it! I think it was Joe Rogan's podcast oh. on, on YouTube the other day. Yeah. 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 For the life of me, I can't remember who the guest was. Was he? Were they eaten? Well, I, somebody was was. <sighs> oh. <sighs> oh. 
They were breathing really into hard the into the microphone. Ooh. And and I've even listening back to my some of my podcasts, I can catch myself sometimes when I'm like, <gasps> mm-hmm. I'll hear it every once in a while. So I got I kind of got to make a conscious effort to back off sometimes. That's why you know? we that's why we do a pour of a whiskey because yeah. that helps clear the sinuses, so you're not breathing into the microphone. Well, that's true. There is a there is a method to our madness. Here. There is, yes. uh, and even there was there's a method. We'd probably do it anyway, if, <laughs> even if there were no method. So I actually heard a rumor, Dave. You did that. Um, Amazon is doing something for you these days. It's crazy. I, Amazon actually is uh, is is released my book. Ooh. Book is out. Excellent. Big time announcement. I know we announced that last episode. Um, so for those listening to audio, that could have been last Tuesday or Thursday, but it mm-hmm. is out. It is ready. Mm-hmm. And speaking of, this episode is brought to you by Empower Your Mind for Success, a hypnotic guide. Mm-hmm. How to Rewire Your Thinking for Massive Success. That is the book. That is fantastic. It is currently available on Amazon, Mm -hmm. either as a Kindle version, if you enjoy that, if Mm -hmm. you want to do it electronically, Mm -hmm. or paperback. You can order it on paperback and have it in a couple of days. That's fantastic. Congratulations on that. Thank you. I I appreciate it. I said that last time, but still, it's it's a milestone. Well, you've been with me on this journey. I really have. Week to week, as as we've progressed through this, uh, from from idea to writing Mm -hmm. to editing to formatting to upload to approval you did all and the work. I just sat back and listened uh, to yeah, the, progress, you know. the progressions here. Now, you, you, you were the support. You were, you were the support that uh, reduced the stress. Thanks, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but stress? So, it was stressful to put out a book. Yeah, huh? Not so much. Here, here's the thing with this, because nobody, if I hadn't said anything, no one would know. Correct. It's more self in, self-induced stress as far as oh, I need to get this done. I need to finish this chapter. I need to finish the book. I, I need to get it edited, and it's a it's a lot of 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 it's a lot of self checking and and motivating to mm-hmm. say okay, quit messing around, just do it, just just get it done. And and I've I've been this authors group um, on Facebook, run by another hypnosis friend of mine, and um, the, it, it it's pretty much the same with everyone. They they want it to be perfect, and it will never be perfect. Right. Which relates to our subject matter. Athletes want to be perfect. They're Correct. never going to be perfect. They want to be the best. You you folks out there, I don't care if you're selling cars or you're in banking or whatever. You want to be perfect. Mm-hmm. But that's an unrealistic expectation. You have to be able to take constructive criticism with mm-hmm. a grain of salt and then turn it into something, tweak it so that you can get better at your craft. Absolutely. And and I think the people, and in fact, there is a, um, there, there's some information in the book where it talks about, oh, I wish I had it in front of me. I don't have the physical copy yet. It's that, it's that recent. <laughs> that just went live today. That's so I had to order my author copies and wait a couple of days to get them in mm-hmm. the mail. So, um, but but one of the sections and I I'm almost positive I put this in the book it's 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 things that that, that are going to guarantee that you fail and one is don't take responsibility for anything mm-hmm. always blame somebody else we did a show about that we did mm-hmm. yep yep and 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 that's um, yeah I, I, realize that you're not perfect you're never going to be always right that that doesn't happen mm-hmm. and. You're going to screw up. And once you make it, once you accept the mistake and learn from it and just say, okay, now I can use this information so I don't do it again. Right. That's the whole point of, of obstacles or blocks or, or 
uh, struggles, right. whatever you want to call That's it. That's one heck of a sponsor you got going that on. That is. Here. That's it. So the book is out. Grab it on Amazon. Uh, $4.99 for the Kindle, $9.99 for the paperback. If you could please, again, I want you to buy it. I want to promote it, so please buy it. And even more so, if you buy it and you and you read it, please leave a review. The reviews help out more than anything because it gets it in front of more eyes because the more re- reviews I have, the more Amazon recognizes that people are looking at it and they like it. Right. So, yeah, definitely. Um, go to Amazon. Just type in and po- go to books. In fact, I'll have the link in the show notes for those of you listening. Uh, you. If you're on Facebook Live, you can find it. Uh, there'll be a notification up on my website soon because, like I said, it just hit today. So all, all of my social media will be updating to show the Amazon link where you can grab this. So if you're listening on Facebook Live, uh, just pop into my social media. Keep a, keep a lookout. If you're listening to the audio later on the podcast, jump in, look at the show notes, and uh, just hop on my social media. You'll find the links. Awesome. So yeah, the book is out. Uh, is and it, is it, is it, as nope. usual, okay, if you're listening to the podcast, wherever you're listening, whether it be Spotify, uh, 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 Stitcher, iTunes, uh, you know, there's a million of, million of them out there. Wherever you're listening, either connect, uh, like, join, follow, whatever it is, whatever the thing is that lets you get my feed every Tuesday and Thursday, do that. And also please leave a review of the podcast that helps out as well too. Fair enough. Now it's time. Oh, okay. Good. For a winner of the week. (laughs) I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. That's how winning is done. Thanks. Okay, so th- this is just a really, it's a nice story. We, we, we like talking, well, it's winner of the week. We didn't expect it to be a, a bad story. No, so a, I, I enjoyed the segment, winner yes, of the week. So yeah. is there a headline or you, would that give it away? I, I'll, I'll read the headline because then we can talk about the details. It's, mm-hmm. it's just nice. Mm-hmm. Waitress left in tears after receiving a thank you note from a widow who was eating alone. Mm. That's a that's a big headline. You got there's that, a lot of moving things here. That's very broad. Yes. yes. So, let me let me read a little bit of the story. It's not too long. Uh, since the start of the pandemic, there have been tons of stories making the media rounds about crazy generous restaurant customers. Mm-hmm. That's true because we've that done a true. lot of them as far yeah. as tips and people helping out and, and mm-hmm. yeah, there's been a lot of that. Um, crazy generous restaurant customers leaving behind outrageously large tips to the amazement of stunned and deliriously happy waitstaff. This is well written. This this Judy Cole is a, is a good writer. Yeah. I'm just reading this Lots paragraph. Lots of adjectives, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. While it's true that an extra or even extravagant monetary tip is always a nice bonus, sometimes a heartfelt show of appreciation can mean a whole lot more. Last Sunday, as waitress Megan King was working a routine shift, she took the order of an elderly woman who was eating alone. King um, classed their interaction as pleasant, but nothing out of the ordinary. Hmm. And the waitress Megan said, she came in about halfway through my 17-hour shift. What the? Wow. 17-hour shift? That struck me when I read this. Uh, 17-hour shift, and it was on a Sunday. So she's working 17 hours on a Sunday. That must have been a waitress. That must have been, she must have been on a double-double almost at that point. Mm -hmm. Jeez. Uh, And she said, which is always busy on Sunday. About halfway through her meal, it started to slow down, so we chatted for a few minutes. Small talk, nothing too deep. 
She told me she was almost 70 and she just wanted to stop by an old favorite for a bite. Mm -hmm. So apparently she liked had this restaurant from before. Sure. But the note the patron left behind with the $3 tip on her $11 check brought the king to tears. So here's what the note said from, from the 70-year-old lady. Thank you very much for your kind service. This was my first time eating out alone since my husband passed oh, away. Oh, my goodness. I was hoping I could get through it. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yep. After she'd eaten her meal, King noticed the woman seemed quiet and contemplative. The waitress's first instincts made her assume there might have been something wrong with the food. Mm -hmm. But in hindsight, King wishes she had been a little bit more alert to the customer's cues. Okay. I wish I would have taken her quiet as an invitation, she told Newsweek. I think that's what she wanted looking back. I guess she did in a way. She needed somebody to listen. Mm -hmm. King says she was so choked with emotion that when she, when she read the note, she had to take a moment to pull herself back together in the ladies' room. Um, on Tuesday, captioned only with the words in pain, King posted a picture of the note and one of her tearful reaction to Twitter. The now viral tweet has amassed more than 80... 821,000 likes hmm. and a ton of feedback. Wow. It's super sad, but also sweet at the same time. Um, That's wow. Yeah. And, then, and then, and then the, the, the writer of the story, it ends, it ends with a great paragraph again. The word gratuity comes from the Latin gratuitous, meaning gift or gratis, pleasing, thankful, and not surprisingly, it also the same root word, from which we get a measure of grace. Wow. Not money in the bank, perhaps, but priceless nonetheless. Right. Yeah. So it's just a cool story. Yeah. yeah. Just, and, and I'll tell you something, the service industry is just getting, oh, uh, still, just, it's just murdered right now. Just hammered. Just, just hammered. Um, I told Matt before we started the show tonight, um, I, I got done with work late last, I was just late last night. Mm -hmm. Long story short, we're, we're, in the, we're in between vehicles. I'm waiting for my lease to get. So, so we're short a vehicle. My wife had to pick me up and it was late. So uh -huh. my son also wanted food. So we stopped by Wendy's. So, so, but my point being is we went into Wendy's and there were probably 10 cars in line mm -hmm. and, and it took a while. Mm -hmm. it, it wasn't because you could tell it's slower because there's two and or three people inside and most likely two. And the, the kid on the, um, you know, in the food box, mm -hmm. you know, the speaker box. Yep, the intercom. Yeah, the intercom. And then um, was, here, I appreciated this. First, he didn't start by saying, can I take your order, please? He said something to the effect, and, and I'm sure my wife, if, if Kendra's still on, she'll probably know exactly what it was, but something about, hey, how you doing tonight? Can mm -hmm. I take your order? Mm -hmm. it, there was just a greeting in front of it. Right. I've had, And I've... he was, he was, it was like a conversation right and he was super pleasant in fact when we pulled up to the window we gave him a tip mm -hmm. just wow. gave him a few bucks just and, and my wife even said because she was driving she said you know you're really pleasant i appreciate that and he goes oh well thank you and i could tell that they were just buried in there it was right. like chaos going on i've had an experience like that as well where mm -hmm. you know you pull up and they know that they're slow they're running behind you say hey, thank you for your patience really appreciate that yeah yep. how can i help you this evening Yep. You know, I've had that experience a number of times at a number at a few drive-throughs. Wendy's being one of them as well. Mm -hmm. So it was just, it was just a good experience. Just give so, me my baconator. Grr. So yeah, I want, don't really, I want my don't, chicken. Don't be that way. So anyway, back to the story. It's it's just great that the wait staff could have that effect. 
she was just nice mm -hmm. to, to the lady. Mm -hmm. and, and it must have been very difficult for this lady to mm -hmm. get through that. Mm -hmm. So so to Dawn, I want to get her name again. Dawn and Megan? I flipped it over already. Megan King and Dawn? Megan King was the waitress. Yep. I don't know if she had, I don't know if she knew the name of the uh Oh, probably to protect the her. The lady. Anonymity. Probably to protect her anonymity. Probably. Yeah. Um, be nice if that, if the woman, you know, came forward. She gets so much support mm -hmm. just from this story and the responses from it. So anyway, Megan King and the, the lady who's alone mm -hmm. eating out for the first time. Winners of the week for sure. Yes. How winning is done now, Dave. I'm sure that you also have horror stories with wait staff as well. Oh, absolutely. Everybody's got a horror yeah. story, but yeah. you know what? Let's not focus on the negative, let's focus on what we want to talk about today. And yes. there, we're still talking about stress, we're still talking about stress. And in, in particular, we were talking about stress as far as the Olympics and sports goes, mm -hmm. but this can this. This can be applicable in to anybody doing any profession. Even because the this staff. is what happens. Even wait staff, because again, you're <laughs> the, people come in, they expect everything to be perfect. They expect their food to be perfect, for it to be on time, for for nothing to go wrong. And that's just not the way the world works. Right. It, it's things happen sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people make a mistake. Sometimes they'll mess your food up. It, it's. And, and, and that's the whole thing as far as ex people expecting perfection instead of just rolling with it and saying, you know, okay, somebody made a mistake. You know what? You didn't stick the landing. You know what? You did everything yep. else just fine. Yep. Right? Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> so we were talking about last episode on part one about Simone Biles. If you didn't listen to part one, hop back an episode. You'd be mm -hmm. caught up right to where we're at. So, uh, and Kendra mentioned uh, my wife. She mentioned in the chat last um last episode about the other uh, uh Djokovic pulling yep. out of the tennis tournament correct but um in the information i have Biles certainly isn't the only athlete that had issues with intense pressure and competition correct uh, michael phelps dealt with the same thing oh, when yeah. he was in the olympics he's got a documentary on hbo he just... shared his he's candidly shared his experience with depression yeah. going through that and in fact um he was our winner of the week gosh it was a number of episodes back. Six or eight. God, it had to be six months ago, something like that, But, mm -hmm. be, but because he was promoting um, this online therapy platform. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember the name of it, maybe Good Therapy or something like that. But he said he had a therapist, and it got him through this 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 depression that he went through. Yeah. Um, and again, that that was a, so much you know pressure on him. Mm -hmm. um, there was another recent athlete, Naomi Osaka, mm -hmm. recently withdrew from the French Open. Oh, She's yeah. a tennis player. Yeah. Uh, said she was struggling with depression and anxiety. And and it wasn't this one was a little bit different because it wasn't it wasn't the sport necessarily. It was the mandatory press conferences that that, oh, yeah, that, do. Yes. that made her uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. She just she didn't want to experience that stress and anxiety right, with quite, these press yeah. conferences. Yeah. Which you know, you know the press it's, it's mandatory, yeah. uh, which I get, but at the same time, you just have to, you have to take people and see what they're going through and say you don't need to do this. It's almost to the fact where they feel like they're being put on a pedestal and they have to do this and they have to answer certain ways in the right mm -hmm. way, and that can be stressful at the same time. But you know what? That's not it. That's not how they feel. They want to say something else, but they can't. Yep, that's stressful. Yes. at the same time, absolutely, because they can't be open and honest. They Correct. can't be truthful. Right. 
and, and this is a, a, a lot of professional athletes, they have these mandatory post-game press conferences. Right. You know, you'll, you see it in football and baseball mm-hmm. and a lot of these. And, and I'm sure there are a lot of times, I, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm not a professional athlete, but I would think if I just lost something like the Super Bowl and I had to go talk to the press, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to do that. No, no who would want like, to? Just, just leave me alone. I just want to. And what do you hear? Be done every, with it. And what do you hear from that person every time? You know, you got to feel. Yeah. You no, know, you got to take your hats off to the other team. Yeah, they really play competitively. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. You I know, mean, you that, know. That, that's the answer all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're gonna go back. We're gonna reevaluate ourselves. We're gonna get better for next season. It's the same answer over yep. and over and over. Absolutely. But he can't say, "I want to freaking uh, and this and that." They can't do that, right. and that's stressful. Yes. Because they have to, they have to. There's this expectation, and and you've seen it when when athletes are honest. Uh-huh. You, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> there's, there's been a lot of interviews out there where you've seen <laughs> just you know that they say what they think, and then they get hammered for it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. So so the, a lot of mental health issues in sports because there's this unrealistic pressure, and, and we mentioned this last episode. This this unrealistic pressure to succeed. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I, I don't want to say unrealistic is probably not the right word that this this intense pressure to succeed because you want to succeed. That's your goal. But it's coming from outside. It's coming from everywhere. And it's also coming from within yourself. That's just a lot to deal with. Mm-hmm. So James Houle is a sports psychologist at Ohio State uh, University. How do you spell James's last name? Houle, H-O-U-L-E. Okay. Um. And he said it's a unique pressure because of the idea. Well, and, and here, let me preface this because we're talking about sports. We're talking about, about um, because you know, for people who don't, and I, I apologize, I'm, I'm not pandering because nope, I think you're, you're dumb, but every year there's a world championship yes. in these sports and gymnastics and swimming mm-hmm. and wh- whatever sport is happening right now in the Olympics, every year there's a world championship. Mm-hmm. It's only the Olympics because this is the fourth year right. that so that it it's, it's the yeah. same thing that happens every other year. It's still a world championship. Mm-hmm. Now it's, on it's a just bigger the stage. Olympics. It's a bigger stage. It's a bigger stage. Mm-hmm. So so think about that. And here's what this what uh, Mr. Hull says. He says the pressure is tremendous and it can be overwhelming. It's a unique pressure because of the idea that it's once every four years. And then if you think about the fact that it's very difficult to become a two-time Olympian, mm-hmm. so when folks go to the Olympics, it's often their only shot. Right. Dependent upon the sport. Right. Right. Because uh, there's, I saw one video of a gentleman that competed in four different Olympi- Olympians. <sighs> yep. And he was a triple jump competitor. Oh, see, that surprises me because I would think that the physical sports would right. reduce your time frame. But, and when I say physical sports, I mean other like running the 400-meter hurdles as opposed right. to playing table tennis. Right, right, right. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. But every every Olympics, he got better and he got better and he ended up winning. He was like ranked 36th and then he was ranked 35th and then he was then he won silver and then his last Olympics, he won gold. And it was in the triple jump and he yep. got progressively better. So you just... you. It's stressful. Don't get me yeah, wrong. And we don't take anything away. It anything is. Away, but you progressively get better at your craft as time goes on. Yep. And in this gentleman. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, so it, and here's the thing, too. Once you become successful, there's this expectation that you're going to remain successful. Nope. I mean, you look at these greatest people, greatest athletes of all time. And I'm going to bring up a hometown one here. And I hate to do this because I love them. 
but and I'm not I'm not going to take the critical role on, but a lot of people do. It's Miguel Cabrera. Oh, Miggy, one of the best all around hitters in the history of baseball. Not wrong, and he's aging, which shows your physical abilities decrease with age yes it does so so that's to be expected but people are now like oh yeah miggy sucks he's not doing what he's supposed to do i fresh i actually was at jamie and i went to a, a tiger game. oh i saw you that's a game pat, where he hit 498 he hit 498 yep. his first time up bat you could just his demeanor being up at the plate you could tell that he was amped up and he just wanted to rip one out of the park uh-huh. you could totally tell that the first pitch came by and we're like and everyone everyone's got up on their feet oh i'm sure everybody just, in the stadium they're just waiting for that him. second pitch though he cracked it there was it was a no doubter though as yeah. soon as it got up got you it. heard about 10,000 people skate, get out. Yep. And it just continued to go out. So, mm-hmm. yeah, number 498. And he had another milestone that evening as well with another base hit later in the game. Yeah, yeah, because he's close to 3,000 hits. Yep. And, and 500 home runs. I think he's at 490, still at 498 home runs at this still point. Still 498. Yep. Um, but yeah, the pressure on him walking up to the plate, mm-hmm. knowing that people are expecting greatness yes. from him. You know, but he's he's a professional. He he. Well, and again, he he is not the hitter he was ten years ago nope. because because that's that's it's age. Age has an effect on you. Mm-hmm. So, so again, this is outside expectation that when you're that good, you're always going to be that good, right. and, and that and, doesn't translate necessarily. And that's you know, I was watching this guy. You know, I, I was watching it at his second, third at bat. I'm like, I didn't expect him to do it again. Right. Absolutely not. I wanted him to compete. And that's yep. what, you know, me mm-hmm. as a layman, as someone who enjoys watching sports, I don't put that expectation on the on the person. I expect them to just have a good time doing what they're doing and compete. Right. And that's what they're yep. paid to do. So, again, the, the stress is, is very big and it's very overwhelming. And a lot of, like I said, a lot of the high school students that I yeah. deal with or college students, th- th- there's a lot of just pressure, pressure from parents, from friends, from the public, from whatever, internal pressure, too. And I think it is important, whatever you do, and I'm going to take this out of out of athletics but put it on to you mm-hmm. and i mentioned please maybe you're a banker maybe you're a, a, a matt's a matt works a, in finance yep and is a dj also by the way <laughs> just in case you guys need one yeah. um whether you're you're a plumber mm-hmm. whether you're uh work on the line at ford that mm-hmm. there's expectations of you mm-hmm. there there are in from, from yourself internally to achieve something to get somewhere and I'm going to go back and and I'll 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 throw my book since we just talked about that and it is out today on Amazon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that your your expectation of yourself is is can be harsh more harsh than anybody else's expectation. Correct. Your own self judgment, your own uh, uh, self deprecation, mm-hmm. can be more harmful than whatever happens outside of you. So you have to realize that. There are a couple things. You're never going to be perfect. That's the big thing. The second thing is, if you know that you have done your absolute best in whatever you're doing, the outcome almost doesn't matter. Right. Because there's nothing else you can do. Right. That becomes beyond your control. Let's go back to Miguel, to Miggy. He's doing the absolute, I'm assuming he's doing the absolute best he can do with the physical skills he has right now. Right. That's all you can ask of him. Yep. And that's all he can ask of himself. We know he's probably not going to hit 350 
and hit 60 home runs in a season. We know that's not going to happen right now. Nope. Not, not, not. It not could have happened point. 10 years ago, but, 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 and I'm sure he knows that inside that this is not a realistic thing. This is not going to happen for me. Right. Yeah. I, I know. I just, I, I look back at, at folks that they're, they are their own worst critic. Right. Yep. And you can, and when you sit down with them, you talk with them, you just want to be as supportive as possible. And, you know, be able to give constructive criticism is tough to do without it sounding like they're doing it wrong. Right. right? They're yep. not doing it wrong. They, yep. they might be doing something that's not getting them to where they want to be. Right. But as an advocate for an individual or having a team lead that is talking to you, take that constructive criticism and run with it because yep. they're there to help you, not yep. to pull you back and hold you down. Absolutely. So the biggest thing, and I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to tell you this, this is the biggest, if you suffer from stress and, and being overwhelmed and anxious and, and trying to, to perform and, and fear of failure, all of these things go into this as far as athletes go. The biggest thing you can do is to focus on yourself. Yep. Stepping away is one of the best things you can do. And that's exactly what Simone Biles did. Instead of forcing herself to go through it and making it worse, mm -hmm. which could have ended up, uh, it's hypothetical. She, she could have nailed everything. Right. But if she pushed herself with all of that stress and anxiety and got 10th place, now, now you're in a, you're, she's going to be a lot more judgmental about her, on herself. Or she could have hurt herself. Or she could have hurt herself. Go, Correct. Go back yep. to an Olympics. I mentioned it earlier. Carrie Strug. Yep. Yep, when she got hurt. Mm -hmm. Yep, because she she nailed the landing, uh -huh. but she, you know what? She broke her leg at the same time. Yep, <laughs> yep. So the and, and and this is something where where this is a quote from Simone Biles herself: "Put mental health first, because if you don't, then you're not going to enjoy your sport and you're not going to succeed as much. It's okay sometimes to sit out the big competitions to focus on yourself. It shows how a strong how strong a person is." and a competitor that you really are rather than just battling through it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's right from her. Yeah. So whether you're an athlete, most of you are probably not. If you are, I'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Cause, cause again, I, yeah. I, I do. And I, I've said this before. I do a lot of work with athletes and I'm telling you athletics. There has to be some physical ability. There has to be some skill, but a majority of it is mental. It, it's, it's, yeah. It's it's having the right mindset and and there there's, gosh there there's nothing better than seeing somebody who's in the right mindset. They just know. They just feel it. They 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 do better. They mm -hmm. they they don't even have to try. It's almost like it's automatic. Right. You know, I would love to have you sit down with someone of the, that that is an athlete. Yeah. It doesn't matter what they play, what right. sport. Yeah. I would love to sit down and have a conversation with them just to understand. Oh, that would be the, great. If, yeah. if you're an athlete, whether high school or collegiate and you're listening, yeah. I, I'd love to talk to you. I'd, I'd love, to, in fact, I'd love to have you in and just do it like an actual hypnosis session with you. Absolutely. Just to, to kind of uh, focus your mindset or maybe you have some insecurities about, about uh, uh, competing or performing, whatever mm -hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've helped tons of people with that. Um, anything from figure skating to, to volleyball, to baseball, to, uh, basketball. I mean, I've dealt with a lot of, a variety of athletes trying is, to improve themselves and not be so, so nervous and so anxious when they compete. Is bowling a sport? 
<laughs> Technically, it is. I mean, they call it a sport. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. No, it. it I, I, that that's a great question. It is could sh- be. Is shuttle golf a sport? <laughs> shuttle, shuttlecock. What is it called? Shuttle, the shuttlecock isn't badminton. Oh, badminton. Yeah, right, badminton. Okay. Badminton's a sport. All right. <laughs> uh, okay, offshoot. I had a. I, I had to take some phys ed classes in college, so I'm not talking like in grade school. So one of the phys ed classes, and I had to take one. The way it turned out, I had to take one at a certain time and day. So there wasn't. I had. So I had to take a badminton class. Okay. So I'm like, oh, you. Oh, I'm like, crap. You're kidding me. I got. I. I have to. I have. It's the only day I have open. I have to take this one. Mm-hmm. So I went to badminton class, and I'm thinking it's going to be. <laughs> Oh no! It's all Doot. about uh, strategy it's, and it is one of the fastest <laughs> games because it is just like <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like crazy. Yeah, and and I, I ended up loving it. I loved the class, and I thought it would just be just a real downer. So let me have, is cornhole a sport? Oh boy, <laughs> I've been playing a lot of cornhole bags in the backyard with neighbors. Would have we, you. we were just, just at our different. family reunion last yeah. weekend, and and we there was a cornhole tournament uh-huh. and. Uh, my son and I got knocked out in the first round by two young girls. Yeah, didn't have the arc. Did you? It's actually his cousins, so they were family. But but they were. I'm, I'm trying to think how old they were. Like um, uh, younger than him, so probably 16 and 18 or 17 and 19, and they they killed us. I'm like, really? This is embarrassing, dude. Because yeah. you when you play the sport and then you look at your Facebook feed and cornhole tournaments start to pop up. Uh, yeah, yeah, that they're they're tracking me. <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah. <laughs> so, folks, if you, if you're suffering from stress and anxiety and and feeling overwhelmed with whatever you do, whether you're an athlete or not, the biggest thing is to talk to somebody about it. Um, definitely, if you want to touch base, I can direct you somewhere. If you're close, if you're if you're not in my area, I, I definitely reach out to somebody. It, it all comes down to taking care of yourself. And, and, and if you have that overwhelming anxiety and fear, I don't want to call it fear is not necessarily the right word, but that overwhelming anxiety to, to be perfect and to succeed, and that is affecting you, then definitely it's something you need to look at and do something about. Fair. Awesome. All right, folks, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We will see you next time.